Iranian General Qasem Soleimani was buried in his hometown of Kerman earlier today, uh, just hours after Iran attacked two Iraqi military bases that housed U.S. troops. And this, of course, in retaliation for the U.S. airstrike that killed Soleimani. Uh, Soleimani uh, killed by a drone strike in Baghdad on Friday. And uh, we've seen over the past few days a dramatic and rather drastic escalation of tensions now between Washington and Tehran. And for more on this, we joined on the line by Naeem Gina, who's uh, the executive director of the Afro Middle East Center in Johannesburg, who is currently in Iran. Naeem, good afternoon. Thanks so much for speaking to us. Good afternoon. Thank you, Sakina. Naeem, if you could just give us a sense, first and foremost, of uh, the funeral of um, General Qasem Soleimani. Well, it was, it was quite an event. And, uh, perhaps event is not the right word. I mean, it went on for about two days. Um, in Tehran, where I am uh, at the moment, um, there were literally millions of people on the streets. Uh, I mean, estimates range from um, one, one and a half to five million. I think the upper uh, estimate is too high, probably more like two, two to three. But millions of people on the street, the streets were packed. Um, people were clearly uh, extremely emotional. I mean, it's clear that he was, he was uh, very loved. Um, and not only in Tehran, in cities and towns all over the country, uh, people came out uh, even if his uh, body wasn't going to be there. Um, and then, of course, uh, he was buried in his hometown, um, as you said, early this morning. Um, and, you know, um, at least tens of thousands of people there. So the mood was quite uh, quite something over the past couple of days. Um, you know, in 2018, the University of Maryland carried out a poll in Iran, um, and uh, Soleimani got uh, 70% popularity, which I think was more than the president and the leader put together. And, and what was that attributed to? Why was he such a popular figure? Well, I suppose to, to an extent it's because he managed to keep out of the domestic politics, um, which, uh, which can become um, quite polarizing in, in Iran, uh, even, even among the establishment people. Um, he was able to keep out of it because the Quds force, which he headed, uh, essentially was the uh, external wing of the Islamic Republic Guard Corps. So his activities were uh, outside Iran, um, Syria, Iraq, Lebanon, etc. And uh, he was uh, credited over the past couple of years, especially, he was credited for managing to keep ISIS out of Iran, for defeating ISIS in um, uh, uh, in Iraq uh, in, in, in particular. And I think that that was the kind of uh, big thing that uh, that got his popularity. And then in the domestic political scene, um, it, it's, it's strange. I mean, he was, um, he was good friends, uh, it seems, with people of uh, all political stripes, from the leader Ali Khamenei to um, the president Rouhani, uh, who don't necessarily, necessarily see eye to eye all the time? Uh, Foreign Minister Zarif, who's you know the arch diplomat, the reformist, etc. Um, they all speak of him, uh, and uh, 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 it is said by others uh, that he was good friends with all of these different people. So he managed to to kind of keep it together in that way. And from your view, your vantage point where you are in Iran, um, you know, we, we, we are looking at this uh, from afar. 
what were the actual reasons at this point, or at least uh, are believed to be the real reasons for why he was taken out? This is, uh, I mean, it's, 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 it's a good question, and there isn't certainty about that. Um, the, uh, because, you know, the notion of uh, him posing an imminent threat to the United States, I think, is just rubbish. Um, there hasn't been anything provided to suggest that there was any such imminent threat, uh, neither evidence nor intelligence. Uh, or any hint at, at such intelligence. Um, when Trump spoke about it, he kind of gave some vague reasons. So many hundred soldiers were killed and, and all of that. That's not an imminent threat. Um, but the one thing that I have uh, managed to pick up from uh, people that I've been speaking to over the past couple of days is that um, you know, the, the, it, it, it got to do more with Iraqi politics. Um, the Iraqi prime minister had, uh, had resigned uh, handed in his resignation to Parliament. The Americans who like him convinced him to stay on, um, and Soleimani was on his way to Baghdad to accept, in a sense, his resignation. Um, whether that's true or not, I don't know, but this is one of the things that, that I'm hearing. Um, otherwise, the, it, it really doesn't make much sense about why now was the time that he should be uh, eliminated. And then, of course, unsurprisingly, we saw uh, some retaliation um, uh, from Iran on those uh, U.S. air bases in Iran. Uh, how has that been reported where you are? Firstly, they're not, they're not U.S. bases. Right? They, they, uh, both of them are Iraqi bases. In fact, the U.S. doesn't have bases of its own in Iraq. Both are Iraqi bases uh, where American soldiers were. Um, I mean, it's, it's, it's being reported here, of course, as a, as a huge victory. Um, you know, we, we, we taught them a lesson kind of thing. Um, the reality, of course, is that, um, you know, the, the, uh, the, the Iranian uh, power structures here are saying that they responded in, a, in an appropriate way and in a proportional way. The reality is that it's much less than proportional, frankly. Um, if we consider that uh, Qasim Soleimani was, you know, probably number two or number three in the power structure here, um, his equivalent in, uh, in, in, in the United States would be someone like Mike Pence or, or Pompeo uh, being assassinated. But what the Iranians did was they struck a base where American soldiers are based, and there have been no casualties, neither American nor, uh, nor uh, Iraqi. Um, and so I think that the, 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 the Iranians were really in a tight spot um, because of the stature of, um, of Soleimani for them. Um, they had to respond, and they had to respond in a military way, and they had to respond in their own name, uh, meaning that uh, not get some proxy or partner organization to respond, but respond as Iran. Um, so they had to do that. Um, and and the, the funeral and the anger on the street uh, was an indication of why they had to do that. But they had to respond in a way that will not invite further retaliation by the Americans. Um, so it, it, was a, it was a difficult kind of uh, um, place that they were in, and I guess that they carefully selected their targets. They used um, precision weapons that will ensure 
uh, it seems to me, that uh, no one will be killed uh, in, in the attack. Um, and uh, the expectation now is that there will not be an American retaliation because Iran, frankly, right now can't afford that, either militarily or uh, more importantly, economically, and it seems from uh, from the American response that uh, there probably won't be retaliation. Well, we'll leave it there for the time being. Thank you so much for your time this afternoon. Naeem Gina, Executive Director of the Afro-Middle East Centre in Johannesburg, who is currently in Iran.